I'm Cassidy. I'm Emma. And, and this, this is, is Ain't Doing Right. It's episode nine. We're still in the same location we were in for episodes eight and seven. But yes. you know what? This is the last one we're recording for the day, so mm-hmm. I'm hyped. Not that I'm hyped that we're going to be done, but I'm like, all right, we're in the we groove. Did good. Yeah, yeah, we, we did. We went much smoother than our last uh, recording session. <laughs> sure did. Sure did. <laughs> Bless. All right. So I only have one minor piece of unfinished business, and this will probably be the last time I mention this unless another onslaught or attack ensues. Mm-hmm. Uh, keep finding Fruit Loop stickers still. Still. Yeah. Still. I found one in, so I keep like some important paperwork like in my laptop case. So Cassidy, I guess, went yeah. through my laptop case. It didn't was, go through, but. It was when it. you were making the schedule, so everything was already laid out. Okay. And Fair. I looked in, I, I don't know if I looked in your laptop case, but you had um, the little, it was the, it's the note that had our original draft of our Pod podcast moment. outline mm-hmm. and put a sticker on it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and I literally was like cleaning out because I put out like the scheduling requests to mm-hmm. shove them all in there and <laughs> I had like the calendars with all the requests on them. And I was like just trying to organize and like get rid of stuff that like old notes and things yeah. and I found that and I was at home <laughs> and I was like, oh my <laughs> God. And Matt's like, what? What's wrong? And I'm like, look here. <laughs> He's like, what is that? And I'm like, it's a Fruit Loop. <laughs> and I was like about to throw away the piece of paper anyway. And then it just sat on my coffee table for a week. Because I was just like, <laughs> look at this. And then I just found another one. Yeah. And I told her that that was the last one. Because I sincerely forgot. <laughs> I, I've forgotten now. I can't promise anymore that it's the last one. I know. So I have, I'm kind of displaced <laughs> in, in, our, in our clinic. And I... Well, not this place. I wouldn't say this place. My role doesn't always require a home base mm-hmm. or a desk or an office, right? Because I need to be on the floor in the trenches with my team so I can see when things aren't going well and we can, you know, come together and fix it. But I really just don't have any designated place to put all my crap that I need for, like, administrative purposes. So we have chart boxes and those I have two and they're full and then I have a drawer and a half of just nonsense and training materials Mm -hmm. and important paperwork that I have and then I also have like my laptop cover as we've already mentioned that has stuff in it and I'm also not like the world's most organized but like I am like an organized chaos kind of person like I'll still know where that paper is I, I usually do that too yeah so in one of my drawers I have various condiments that I haven't used with like things that I've eaten and they're just like little condiment packets or pouches or little cups or whatever and it was like a little cup of Chick-fil-A sauce and had a Fruit Loop sticker on it and I just opened the drawer to put a packet of sriracha in there and I was (laughs) like what is this? (laughs) Like my vision isn't great it was across the room and I was like what is that? She was like what do you think? I was like oh it's a Fruit Loop sticker (laughs) So what do you think it is? <laughs> if you had to guess, it's not an A. It's not it's an A. A Never again, I swear. <laughs> oh. But that's, yeah, that's the only piece of unfinished business I have. I, I guess... I don't have any. I guess if you missed the last episode, but you probably already noticed that we stopped 
posting the episodes on Fridays. We're now moving to Saturdays. I don't really know if it matters to anyone, but mm, that's what we're doing now, so. Oh, and uh, I guess we don't really say it a lot anymore, but any kind of, like, content you have, I mean, mm -hmm. obviously if you have, like, uh, access to contact me on, like, other social media or casting on other social media or mm -hmm. via our phone number, text message, whatever, yeah. send us content if you find it or personal stories that you don't mind sharing or if you want to change the names, but you can also email us at the ADRpodcast at gmail.com. Mm -hmm. Always can Always. do this. Always, yeah. and so... So far, uh, the only people that have have been Miss Terry, yeah, Dr. Steven. Roy, doctor, yeah. and Steven. Yeah, so our big supporters. Mm -hmm. Okay, so peculiar news. So it's death of Internet Explorer commemor commemorated with a real headstone. <laughs> really? So yeah, That's uh, extra. this is from. It says June of last year. So I didn't realize that Internet Explorer had been like obsolete that long which i didn't either because you can still, still use you can it still use it but it's on our surgery um, computer it says it's been 27 years since microsoft began stocking pcs across the globe with internet explorer it says alas all mediocre things must come to an end and the notorious web browser is no exception <laughs> it and is mediocre. yeah they just announced that the software will live on only in memories and viruses <laughs> so <laughs> yeah. migration to the next generation of software microsoft edge is complete it used to be the it used internet to be browser. The what you yeah, it used to be what you had. Mm -hmm. Now I am old enough to remember like dial up mm -hmm. and like Same. when you had to like purchase some sort of internet software to even AOL. Access, yeah AOL is what I had and like you had to do dial up and that's what you did and there wasn't such thing as just an outside web yeah, browser you couldn't just like have internet no. and select a browser you no. had to like have to pay for access like that. Mm -hmm. But it just says that though few will, will mourn the loss of the iconic browser, many will wax nostalgic. I don't know what that means. What is wax nostalgic? Whatever. I'll look it up. Continue. About its role in internet history while others rejoice in its demise. Um, as, is <laughs> the, as is the case of South Korean software developer Jung Kai-young, who erected a tombstone on a rooftop to commemorate the deceased technology. A month before the writing on the wall became official, Kai Young began getting his affairs in order to memorialize the event by commissioning a $330 gravestone, donning, <laughs> donning the browser logo and inscription, he was a good tool to download other browsers. That's what <laughs> the headstone says. He just said that it was a pain in the ass, but I would call it a love-hate relationship because Explorer itself once dominated an era. Yeah, it did. What, Nova? Are you trying to get cat toys? The first thing that made it obsolete was Mozilla Firefox. Do you remember yeah, that? Yeah, that was now like that the, is the OG worst. alternative. Yeah, and everyone Firefox. was like, oh, you're not using Mozilla? And I'm yeah. like, shut up. Mm -hmm. Shut up. Yeah, so it just says, old versions of the old standby will remain operable until the technology that hosts them is eradicated. In the meantime, users like Kai Young have found it not so hard to say goodbye to yesterday when it comes to outdated tech. I regret that it's gone, but won't miss it. So its retirement to me is a good death. Okay. What's this? It's a good death. It's a good death. He made the gravestone for and it. And it's so obsolete now at this it point. It is. I mean, like, when I act, like, when your hand slips and you accidentally click on Internet Explorer instead, mm -hmm. I'm immediately angry. Yeah, I'm me like, too. Oh, oh my gosh. It's going to take forever to come <laughs> up. Correct. And then I'm going to have to wait for that yep. to exit out Yep, of it. it's going to take a year yep. to pull up, mm -hmm. load enough that I can exit it. Yep. Then it's going to take a little while to exit. 
Yeah. And it's such a pain. Agree. Steven and I, we were going through a bunch of like old like laptops we had and I'm pulling off everything. And we just recently got our MacBook, but before that we just had old laptops. There was mm. two that I used primarily that we, I was toying with keeping one of them and I needed to pull something up the other day. And so I, I think they're, they're old. It's probably like Windows XP or something. Yeah. Oh, wow. And I that turned, them, I turned them on to just try and use it to access the internet. And they didn't work. And I was like, okay. And I think one of them, I think one of them had Mozilla. Mm-hmm. Because that was the primary browser at the time I had that laptop. Mm-hmm. And I just tried to like visit a website. And it was like, no, nah, I don't think so. And I was like... I, what am I? So I had to go to Steven's desktop and do that. It was like when I was posting the very first episode of our podcast, I was having a hard time logging in on my phone to Apple creators or whatever. So I was like, I guess maybe I just need a computer. Maybe that's the problem. It wasn't the problem. I figured it out. But I was like, I guess I can't use these computers. So they're old. They're mm-hmm. outdated. They are. And I feel like, and this is just my opinion and I don't really care what anybody else thinks, but products that are not Apple products become obsolete quicker. I mean, you're, I think that you're lying to yourself if you're saying that that's not true. I have had this laptop here that we're yeah. recording on. I've had it since I was in college and that was seven, almost eight years ago now. Yeah, because when we were talking about, like I said, Steven does a thing sometimes where I'll come up with an idea, I'll present it. He'll be like, mm, I don't think it. I don't think so. And then like a few days later, he'll be like, I have this idea. And I'm like, that doesn't sound familiar to you. So I had said when we were going through all these old laptops and like, I was like, none of them are really worth keeping, but my nostalgia wanted to keep one of them. I was like, I think we should probably have a laptop. And he was like, how often do we actually need a laptop? I don't think that's necessary. Mm-hmm. I think we should just get rid of all of them and we don't need one. And I was like, okay, I just think like, it'd probably be nice to have one. Sometimes mm-hmm. you need one. And we just kind of left it there. And then like a week later, Stephen was like, so I've been thinking, maybe we should have a laptop. And I was like, are you kidding me? <laughs> I was like, I agree with you because it was my idea. <laughs> and we were kind of toying around what to get. And I was like, he talked about a MacBook. And I was like, I mean, they last longer. I was like, Emma's had hers forever and mm-hmm. it's still kicking. And we're using it to record the podcast. Not even just kicking, thriving, yeah, I'd say. it's doing great. I was like, most of my old laptops... You- would be have to be replaced after like a few years Mm -hmm. you know i mean there was one i had a a toshiba satellite that Mm -hmm. i used the ever living crap out of and at one point the screen went dead the Mm -hmm. computer was still functioning fine but and it was like five years old or something but the screen went dead i rarely left home at this particular stage in my life i hooked it up to the tv it was just a tv Mm -hmm. output and i when i need to use my laptop i just boop boop Mm-hmm. Turn it to the output on my TV and use it. Um, but you couldn't watch TV at the same time because mm-hmm. of it. We eventually, like, it was almost as much money to fix the screen as it was to just replace it. So we ended up replacing it, and I had nothing but problems with the next one. I was like, I just wish I had my old Toshiba satellite. <laughs> and I got another one after, another Toshiba satellite after that, but it wasn't the same. That's neither here nor there. <laughs> so... To piggyback off of your nostalgia, mm-hmm. wax nostalgic is a yearning for the return of past circumstances, events, etc. And we're learning so much today. We're learning a lot. Just, you know what? The more you know. Mm-hmm. So. Okay. Yeah, that was my news. My news. And I, I'm so, 
If you didn't see this, I don't know how. So the original article I found was in Godan River. Oh, okay. Yeah. Our local, you know, newspaper. And they want you, like the New York Times, which I don't think they compare, but (laughs) they want you to, like, purchase access. And it was, like, $1 for 13 weeks. And I was like, that's a weird amount of time. Yeah. And then it was, like, in the fine print, it was, like, after that, $10.99 a month. And I was like, I'm not paying $10.99 a month for access to Go Dan River. I'm not doing it. What am I going to use it once, maybe twice? I'm not doing it. But I think they recycle a lot of content. Sorry if anybody is, like, affiliated with Go Dan River. But they, I think they recycle a lot of content. But all news sources do Do. that. They just regurgitate what someone else has said and change, tweak it a little bit so it's not plagiarism. So I found it, uh, this article on CBS News. But I will toot Go Dan River's horn for a second and say that their article was better. Oh, okay. And I've been disappointed with every other substitute I've found. Huh. So this is not, I just want you to know, and everyone else here, that this is not as funny as the original Go Dan River article okay. I found. All right. And I'll say it one more for good measure. Go Dan River. Go Dan River. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So CBS News, <laughs> don't push a slower friend down if you see a bear, officials say. I saw it. You didn't read I it? I didn't read Why? it. I saw it, though. <laughs> I was like, I'm surprised that you haven't seen it. I mean, like, yeah, because a, a lot of our content each other has seen yeah. and did not pursue. Yeah. Which I think is so funny. It is funny. It is funny. So, as warmer weather returns, soon, too, will the bears that have been hibernating through winter, making it more likely that you could encounter one in the wild. If you do, officials say there's one thing you should never do. Push a slower friend down so that you can escape. The National Park Service issued a warning saying that you should refrain from pushing down someone slower, even if you feel the friendship has run its course. (laughs) Seeing a bear in the wild is a special treat for any visitor to a national park. While it is an exciting moment, it is important to remember that bears in national parks are wild and can be dangerous. Instead of serving your friend, or perhaps a former one, up as bait, there are several other approaches you can take to help make sure you both make it out safely. The most important thing about bears to keep in mind is that despite how fluffy and adorable they may appear, they are, in fact, wild animals, and their behavior is sometimes unpredictable. Bear attacks are rare, but they do happen. And then it goes into a whole bunch of detail about how to avoid bear attacks and then what to do if you are in the midst of a bear encounter. I don't really know if we should go into all that. I don't think it's necessary. But they do say that if the situation does become violent and an attack ensues, you should fight back. Fight back? That's what they say. You should fight back. Now... By hitting the bear in the face was the actual tip. So assuming, obviously, the loss of a human life is a negative. Are there any other negatives to doing that? To like, like, are, are they saying it was courage is bad habits for the bears? Uh, is it bad for the bears? What are the other negatives? Obviously, besides the loss of a human life, what are the I other think negatives? I that's the only one. Okay. I think that's the only one. I mean, you're going to cause a bear distress, especially if it's like a mother bear and you can get between her and her mm-hmm. offspring. I mean, that's obviously going to cause a violent attack. But after they kill you, are they really that stressed? I don't know. I don't know the psychology of the bears. Yeah. Um. But yeah, that's my my news. All right. On the bears. Don't 
Mm, is it a friend or a friend? <laughs> it could, that's what I'm saying. Friend, yeah. See? See? Yeah. You don't know. So maybe take your friend yeah. on a hike. I could think of a few Throw them down. Yeah. yeah. Well, that's what I'm saying. I, I don't want to harm the bears in any way. That's all you care about. Is that why you're asking? <laughs> that's why I'm asking. your main concern? What are the negative... What are the negatives for the bears? <laughs> or the other the other people that could find themselves in that area as well? Just saying. I don't think there are many. I mean, a bear's going to do what a bear's going to do. We ain't going to yes. stop them. Unless you have a firearm that can kill a bear, which is very... I mean, you've got to have some heavy-duty yeah. ammunition for that. Mm-hmm. I know this for a fact. Yeah. Because my neighbors had a bear problem. That, and we were going to get... Yeah. So they... My neighbors are beekeepers. Yeah. Oh, well. And they have a small farm like a mile up the road. And uh, so they don't usually keep the bees at their house, but they have hives like a mile up the road. And last summer, they had a bear problem. And he was oh. doing... He was putting nails in boards and making all these bear booby traps and all kinds of stuff. Not even kidding. And putting like the beehives and the chicken coop like just crazy because this bear kept coming and he had cameras and you could see the bear and they were actually got to the point to where he had destroyed almost all their hives and they were gonna get permission from the game warden because you have to get a special permit to Mm -hmm. kill this bear and our neighbors you know kind of up there in age and so matt was like i will do it for you mainly because he thought it would be an exciting experience for himself and you know he didn't want our neighbors have to do it so he was like i'll do it for you and matt went and bought like a gun that can shoot this heavy duty ammunition that you need to actually kill a bear yeah and he was gonna do it for them but it turned out i don't know what ended up happening but and the only thing the game warden asks is that you call them once you've killed it so that they can pull a tooth and age it that's it that's it the rest of it's up to you they're not gonna take it they're not gonna and we've had bear meat before from like a friend of Matt's old boss who has brought us bear meat and we've made like bear burgers, bear meatballs, bear mm-hmm. chili, like and it's we actually really like it. It's greasy, but it's good and it doesn't taste gamey to me. Um, yeah, I'm very sensitive, you know. We've anyway, covered weird about, weird about meat. But yeah, so we were he was like, I want the hide, I want the meat, I want and so yeah. we were like, Yeah, okay, sure, yeah. It all fits into you know, what they want to accomplish and what we want to accomplish, mm-hmm. but it never ended, ended up coming to fruition. And the ammunition that the people that sold him the firearm, which he bought it from a store, said that they were going to throw in for him. They never ended up, like, the guy who, like, had bought the gun for himself still mm-hmm. had all the, pa- it was still in all the packaging. Mm-hmm. He wasn't going to buy it. They didn't have what he wanted in stock. He was like, I'll sell you mine and I'll sell it to you for less than I paid for it. Mm-hmm. And that all came together, but he forgot to bring in the ammo and then he never brought wow. it in and it was just stupid. He's like, oh, I live out your way. I'll drop it by your house. And Matt's like, okay. And he's like, okay. And he's like, but you don't know my address though. And the dude's like, oh, yeah, here, I'll write it down. I was like, Matt, that man was so full of it. Yeah. But anyway, bears. Fun fact. Up until, like, probably, I don't know, I was in my early 20s, I thought the word was fruitation. Not fruition. Really? I thought it was fruitation. I thought saddled was saddled, so. And I used that, and someone told me, they're like, fruition and i was like no fruitation i mean like coming like bearing fruit and they were like yeah that's fruition it's one of the circumstances in which i was humbled <laughs> yeah, yeah i would hope so and i was like i i looked it up like immediately and i was like oh my gosh my whole life mm-hmm. it's a lie 
<laughs> Not that I use the word fruitation a whole lot. <laughs> Enough, but, uh, I'm sure. Yeah. God, that's bad. Yeah, it was pretty bad. I was like, wow, that's embarrassing. <laughs> I've been there. It's okay. So, for anybody who was wondering, it's fruition, not fruitation. <laughs> Though, fruitation makes more sense to me. It's neither here nor there. It sounds wrong to me, but you remember, it reminds me of that drink, remember Fruitopia? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Irrelevant. Yeah. But. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Internet mishaps. I'm back with some bot scripts. <laughs> I have a, I don't know who wants to go first, but I have two from Craigslist. I'll go first. Okay. I don't know. These just tickle me. They, they're they funny to me and they hit. <laughs> I only have three. Okay. So I've been, uh, I've been. Rained it back a little bit. I, I reeled in. it in. Yeah. Reeled it in. Rained it back. Whatever. Same. Rained it in? Reeled it in? It doesn't matter. Go on. Reeled it in. Reeled it, it in. in rained it Same. in. Same. Because you no, would rein in a horse, you would reel in a fish. The word that shouldn't have been there is back. So that's on me. You continue. <laughs> All right. Cops. Exterior land with bad boys. Cop 1 and Cop 2 drive in a car that is also a cop. They are not actors, so they should not be on TV, but they have weapons, so it is allowed. Cop 1. We got call about man who was drunk and disorganized. Cop 2. Men are often criminals. Women are often beautiful. Careful. This is a real bald neighborhood. We see the neighborhood has broken homes with a sidewalk selling cracks and a bomb store and nothing has hair. Cop 1. That's him. Match description. Man. Cops roll out of car and approach man. Man wears zero shirts. Car keeps going because it can only arrest cars. Cop 2. Where is your shirts, sir? Did you murder them? Cop 1. Tell us. We are cops. We live in jail. We will turn your hands to cuffs if you don't like us. Man. I good guy. I follow the rules and stalk the rules homes and touch the rules weird. Man is getting a phone call from 40 ounce beer. Okay. Man, wife, my wife phones. I must yell at her. Cop 2. What lives on your finger? Cop 2 points out, man wears on finger a prostitution ring. Prostitution ring. <laughs> man, that is birth's mark. Is now being birthed a crime? Cop 1. Yes, since 1995. You have the right to be named Miranda. Cop 1 sprays pepper. Cop 2 sprays salt. They're just ridiculous, and I love they're them. Ridiculous. I think they're good because it's like it's just a a mere whisper of what this actual experience yes. would be like, but it's enough to be yeah. like this is good. Yeah, you see glimpses of yeah, that's mm-hmm. real. Okay, or you can see where that's derived from. Derived from a real experience, exactly. Yeah. All right, Bill Nye the Science Guy, interior science hole. We see Bill Nye, who is the science gay. He is thin from eating only data. He wears one bow tie per body. Bill Nye, lightning. We have all been ignored by it. It won't hit me. It won't hit you. It's a cloud's money. Bill has built a real cloud out of a pencil and a real cloud. Bill Nye continued. Clowns hate science since it explains them. Consider it mutual. Bill experiments for us. He lights an egg on fire and rubs it on the cloud. The cloud bleeds rain to wet the fire. Bill cracks open the egg. Inside... Is the lie all birds tell. <laughs> Bill Nye continued. Dinosaur had egg and it ended badly. So we learn. Don't have egg. Bill throws egg behind him and it hits a child who he makes work in his science hole. Bill's theme song starts to admit audio waves. Song is the word Bill said 373 times. 
Alright, and this is the last one. And the best. Okay. Tiger King. Oh, man. That, what, a, what a time. What a wild what a, ride. What a, yeah, what an episode. A chapter of the pandemic. Oh, yeah. The Tiger King chapter. And Matt and I... Okay, I'll just digress here for a second. Matt and I watched this, and because we heard about it, and we kept hearing about it, hearing mm-hmm. about it. We're like, all right. He's like, oh, did you watch Tiger King? I was like, no, but it was like on my list of things to do. Yeah. So he came, and this was before we moved in together, but he was there here for the weekend, and he... We watched it in the entire... Like, the entire thing so in a weekend. Yes. But we thought... So this was one of those times where we felt bamboozled by a documentary, right? Okay. Because we both... It was an unspoken assumption that we both had that it was going to be like a documentary, not a docu-series. It was going to be like an hour and a half, a documentary. And we are watching this. eight episodes? Yeah. And so we're waiting for it to kind of start to come to a culmination, wrap up a little bit. And we're like, wow, this is... But none of us said anything, and then we get to the point to where it's, like, over, and we're like, wow, that was kind of abrupt, and then all, I was like, I have so many questions, and then it's like, you know, where it goes loading next episode, and we're like, wait a minute, this is a series? And so we watched, we're like, well, we're committed now, so we watched it all. Steven, he, like, had watched it, like, right when it came out. Yeah. And I had heard about it, and one of the weekends I came to visit him while we were still dating, he was like, we have, we have to watch it. And we sat down and watched it straight. Yeah. And, uh, it was a wild, just a wild experience. Yes. Yeah. And now you know what? And then I made, it's... I made Mary watch it, uh, after I went back. So I, Stephen watched it twice back to back, then I watched it twice back to back, and Mary had to take breaks between episodes, because she we finished it and just be like, that was too ridiculous. I can't watch another one right now. <laughs> she just, you could tell she was exhausted from the ridiculousness of that episode that we'd have to take a break. I'm going to have to, like, watch it with my mom because I think she would enjoy it. But it's getting around to be the time where it's been long enough where I could watch it again. Watch it again, yeah. I could. All right, so Tiger King. Exterior, cat prison in Oklahoma. It's like O-H comma, Oklahoma. <laughs> okay. We see Tiger King sitting on a throne of tigers. He is not a tiger. He is a mullet with human desires. What? Tiger King. I am Joe Exhausted. I am gay for guns and cats and even men. I love hating Carol Baskin Robbins. He puts poisoned snakes in an envelope and mails this to Bitch, Florida, the land where enemy Carol refuses to die. Tiger King continued, She is per evil. I am nice. I treat my tigers as good as employees. An employee smiles. Their few teeth are all missing an arm. Oh, gracious. (laughs) Employee. I eat rescued Walmart garbage meat. My legs have never been more metal. They're just, they just combined three separate characters into one character. Okay. It's so good. Em- employee goes back to job of using meth. A Hummer explodes and shoots out Jeff Lowe and Doc Antle, the Tiger Princes. Jeff Lowe. I now own the zoo. Bought it at the gift shop. Doc Antle. Cat has nine lives. I have nine wives. I implant breasts on tigers. Jeff hires Doc's sexy tiger to be nanny for his baby. They creep away to do old man things. <laughs> tiger King. Fine. I'm the librarian candidate for governor. My tigers will vote. His tigers vote, but not for him. He loses, so his husband must die, but he captures a new husband one day later. <laughs> tiger King continued. Singing like a country. I marry men when they are cubs. People pay to pet young things. B. 
Because the husband has died, Carol Baskin Robbins appears. She bike rides and Facebook pays her $23,000 for doing this. Carol Baskin Robbins. Hello, cool cats in kitchens. Tiger King aims a loaded tiger at Carol Baskin Robbins, but Tiger flips around and arrests him. Tiger was the FBI. Oh my gracious. And that's like, that could just be an episode and it'd be like, yeah, that sounds, that sounds about right. Yeah, it was about it was right. just that ridiculous. Exactly. Exactly. If you haven't watched it, you 100% should. It was, it was when they got to the guy sitting in the bathtub to be interviewed. That I was like, what is, what are we, we can't be serious here. They're serious. They're serious about it. Yeah. Yeah. But. Man. That's crazy. It is crazy. It's a crazy time yep. in everyone's lives. So my two are from Craigslist. Okay. You'd be up on like Craigslist. This, I, I just Which like I found it. I found some good Craigslist it ones too. It has just such a large variety of content. Yeah. That even if you get everything right. from Craigslist, it's still, it's still going to be different. Yeah. <laughs> the title is, I need someone to pull out my gray hairs. It's $20 an hour. Okay. I just okay. have too many gray hairs, and I want to look younger. I get my hair pulled from time to time. We can do this in public or private. Usually, we do this in a park or at some location where we can sit down. What? I have tweezers, or you could bring your own. Thanks. We are going to use hand sanitizer and a mask as well. Safety first. $20 <laughs> an hour. Safety first, and we'll sit in a park. And you can pluck out my gray hairs. Yeah. They're going to grow back. Safety first. And people say, too grown in its place. That's not true. And they say that they grow back in, like, thicker. That's not true. It's because when you pluck them, they grow back in and they grow back in. They stand straight up because they, mm-hmm. they're they typically more coarse. Well, yeah, and things. normally they're, like, the hairs are more tapered, right? Well, that's uh, what they say when they shave them. People yeah, say okay, it shaves, yeah. it grows back in thicker, and it's like it's not. Yeah. So, and I have seen videos of, like, this actually being a thing that people pay people to do, but, like, in a more professional scenario than this. Right. Yeah, where they I've just sip all that. the gray hairs out. I think it's weird regardless. Yeah, but $20 an hour, I mean, that's not bad for tweezing someone's gray hairs out of their head. No. I mean, it's going to take a while Yeah. to do that. Yeah. I mean, depending on how many she has, yeah. you can make a fair amount of money. I do that on a Friday. Yeah. Sorry, Cassidy can't record podcast material. I'm hair gray hairs out of a stranger I met on Craigslist. Yeah, at Coates Park Park. <laughs> We'll be down in the small dog yard. Fucking there. <laughs> this other one for uh, dentures, full set, $100. Okay? Okay. Selling my uncle's full teeth set. Only mm. worn three times. Only reason for selling is he ho- owes me money, so I took his teeth. Serious inquiries only. <laughs> he stole his uncle's teeth. Because he owes him money. <laughs> I wonder how much money he That's owes what I'm saying. Is like, it $100? I don't know. That's, That's how much it sounds. Yeah, for. so I'm wondering but if he's just I'm trying like, to cut his losses or if he's trying you, to make a profit. Yeah, are you like trying to make a point and like make him pay? And this is more petty than it is actually recouping your right. money. But there it is. It's a, and it's it's a it's dentures full full set of dentures. <laughs> so I stole his teeth. So I stole his teeth. <laughs> oh, that's Gosh, good. People, man. They're yeah. Crazy. There. So those were all yours. Yes, just those two. A little okay. shorter, but that's okay. Sometimes we need that. My here's the thing's probably going to be longer. Okay. Hopefully, yeah. Okay. Not that much longer. But. No, don't be a bit. Don't, like, try to shorten it, because that's, mm. when, when, that's no. when we're not funny. I'm passionate about, so. Okay. <laughs> Am I the asshole? You can go. 
Okay. So this one is just, I don't know, it's weird to me. I found this one when I was first trying to do podcast research. Okay. And I found it last night because I was going through old content I had already collected. Mm-hmm. Am I the asshole for ordering extra food to avoid sharing my plate? I don't like sharing my meals with people. I've often been in situations where people want to try my food and it puts me in an awkward spot. If it was just one bite, it would be more tolerable, but often people will get their saliva onto cutlery and then use that to take more food. I don't want other people's saliva and microbiota (laughs) contaminating my food. Okay. Gross. I'm meticulous about planning my caloric and protein intake. I log everything I eat, and if someone has eaten a part of my portion, it makes tracking my calories and macros very difficult. I'm trying to bulk up, and it bothers me when I don't meet my protein goals. If people eat a third of my protein, I'm hungry and losing potential gains. Lately, whenever <laughs> okay. I, lately, whenever I go out for a meal or order in with people, I order two of everything I want. I will pay for the extra portion. I'm not passing my bill on to anyone else. I'm happy to pay for the extra food. When people ask to try my food, there's an extra portion. I've gotten a few odd glances, but it's never been an issue. I don't eat anyone else's food, and I really want to enjoy all my food. If someone wants to try what I'm eating, there's a separate plate with the exact same food. If the extra protein isn't fully consumed, I have tasty takeaway or leftovers. Seems like a win-win. Recently, my cousin sister... I don't know if I'm supposed to say cousin's sister, but recently my cousin's sister, I'll just say cousin's sister. Recently my cousin's sister and I went out for a steak dinner at an expensive restaurant. I always pay. I thought it was best to double check that I'd get my full steak, so I asked if she was going to try any of mine. She said yes, so I called the server and asked for an extra portion. My sister was extremely put off that I ordered another steak just because she wanted to try mine. I explained I wanted my full plate. She could have as much of the extra order as she liked, and I packed the rest for later. She was not happy with that. I really threw off the vibe of our meal together. We made small talk, but it seemed like two annoyed strangers tolerating each other rather than family catching up. Later, I learned my sister was extremely upset, and she has brought this up with many family members. She has said, I acted like a selfish asshole, and a few family members have agreed that not sharing with family is an asshole move. I'm struggling to understand this. I am sharing because I'm paying for the extra portion. I'm just not sharing my plate, but they do get to try everything I'm eating. In the situation with my sister, there was a full extra steak that I paid for and she could have as much as she wanted. How is that selfish? I love her and all that, but that doesn't mean I want her saliva in my food. I thought ordering more was a fair compromise, but my sister still thinks I'm an asshole for not sharing my plate. Am I missing something here? I don't think... I'm not a psychologist. Um, I'm not a lot of things. I say that. I say something like that in like every episode. I'm not a doctor. I'm not an expert on this. Well, in this case, I'm not a psychologist. I don't think it has anything to do with the saliva. I think, and this might be me projecting, because I don't really like to share my food either, fun fact. Mm -hmm. I think it has to do with control. And he is so, I'm assuming this is a male. I'm guessing. It didn't specify. so very meticulous and strict about tracking his caloric intake and his macros Mm -hmm. so he doesn't want to lose out on the gains but it's a control thing I think and it's more of like I can't fat like I don't want to share rather than I'm worried about the germs Mm -hmm. I don't know if it's his cousin or his sister because that was a little bit confusing just says my cousin's sister and later just says my every other time it just says my sister bizarre just say one or the other bro um because I know there's some different family dynamics Mm -hmm. um you know maybe he 
grew up with her where he feels like she's a yeah. sister. Whatever. I don't know. I don't know them. I don't know. But, um, I don't think he's an asshole because he really goes out of his way to, like, accommodate mm-hmm. these other people yeah. more so than most people would. I will share with Matt, but I usually make sure I order more, like, not order more food, but I, like, I'll make more food with the intent to share or I'll make more food than I actually think, like, can eat. Like, I don't know. I just, I'm weird about food. I've always had weird things around food. And I think part of it is, like, how I was raised. It was, like, you clear your plate and you this and that, whatever. And then also having to, like, my parents both worked and we had to, like, figure it out mm-hmm. for food most yeah. of the time. Been there, done that. And uh, I cook most of my food, but I'm more of, like, a, like, I like to share with people, actually. But mm-hmm. I don't, I, at the risk of, like, I fear that I'm not going to be full or I'm not going to have enough. And that is, mm-hmm. a, I, like, a, that is a mental, psychological, emotional issue that I have. I have problems with food. Um, I've had, like, an eating disorder mm-hmm. before, like, a full-on eating disorder, so I definitely have a weird relationship with food, but I like to share with people, but I don't think I would order a whole yeah. second meal to share with someone. I'm gonna, if you want to try my food, especially if it's Matt, I'll offer him, like, do you want to try some? And he always offers me his food, but I'm, I don't, I'm not, like, crazy about sharing, and we made this very, like, clear, we both have the same feelings about it when we went to the melting pot. I was like, we're not ordering for the group. It's going to be your guys' experience and our yeah. experience because I don't want to have to compromise right. because we're probably never going to come here again, mm-hmm. you know? But it's weird because I like to share with people and I also am like, I want to have what I want to have and mm-hmm. make sure that I'm satisfied. Mm-hmm. I don't think he's a jerk. I think that this person made a big deal out of nothing. Correct. Now, I I don't think he is either. I do feel like there's probably some context that we're not getting and mm-hmm. that he does sound like very type A control Mm -hmm. washing everything but i Mm -hmm. mean he is generous in the fact that he buys another portion Mm -hmm. like uh, he's not asking he's not telling people no you can't have any of my food or what i'm having i want to know how he goes about it though like is he doing it in anticipation that people want to try it or if they ask is he like oh well i guess i'll fly down the waiter so i have enough to eat yeah I wouldn't do that. I wouldn't either. I'd be like, here, have a piece, I guess. Yeah, like, have a piece. Because, like, you can share food without them getting their microbiota on, <laughs> on your... Yeah. And your germs on this food. You can, was you that... can take a piece and put it on their plate, and then you move yeah. on. It was that word usage alone. Yeah, yeah. you're the asshole, girl. <laughs> exactly. Um, so I think there's little clues in here that there may be I bet more. he says bruschetta, too. Probably does. <laughs> Um, there's probably more to this than is being said, but I think for this specific circumstance that he was asking about, that's not a jerk move. No. Because very few people would buy extra food for that. Right. Yeah, so it just depends on, like, if he's acting like this is a huge inconvenience. Right. And I can't, I'm doing it, I'm doing it because I'm really nice, then maybe, but just, like, I just tell people no. Yeah. Like, Early on, me and Steven, like, if anything, he, he's I would want, himself. I was, like, I guess the typical girlfriend, I want a bite of it. I want to try it. Yeah. And first, he was just, like, mm, no, I'll buy you your own, but we're not sharing. He has gotten to the point where we're, that's not what it is anymore. We'll, huh. we'll try each other's stuff. Yeah. And there's even been circumstances, like, in restaurants where we've switched food. Hmm. Because he tried mine, and I tried his, and we both liked each other's better. And we just swapped. Hmm. And it's happened, like, two times. Where we've ordered... And try each other's food and then just swapped. Or we had the intent to split. Because we'll, like, we 
there are some things that we like that are very similar. Mm-hmm. I'll be like, oh, well, you can have half of that, and I can have half, and we'll just do half and half. And then we'll try it, and we'll be like, oh, I like mine better. And he'll be like, yeah, I like mine better. And then we just don't swap. Mm-hmm. So, but usually when I make food in the kitchen, like I'm making myself a snack or whatever, I make enough for both of us. Mm-hmm. Because when I come in there, he's going to be like, hmm, can I have a little bite of that? Mm-hmm. And he makes fun of me because I'm like, did you bring some for me? And he'll be like, no. And I'll be like, he's like, I never make you do that. I'm like, yeah, because I do it automatically. Mm-hmm. I automatically mm-hmm. make enough for you to have some, so you never have to ask me. So we worked I, on that, but yeah, but I think that Bat and I have like where like he'll always like, do you need anything when he's going to the kitchen to grab mm-hmm. something? Always. And when we go out and get food, he'll always be like, wow, this is really good. Would you like to try? It? I mm-hmm. never have to ask, and yeah. I, I mean like maybe sometimes, but I can't even remember a time. Or about I've had to ask, and sometimes I don't even, like, think about that I want to try his food. But he'll ask me, and I'll be like, yeah, sure, like, why not? Yeah. And sometimes I'm just like, nah, not really feeling it, don't want to try it. We've yeah. never switched food. For some reason, I guess I never thought about that as being an option. I've just felt like I'm committed to this because mm-hmm. I ordered it. But we also, like, have different things that we like as well. There have been times where, like, I've made something for myself, and... Matt has been like, oh, what do you, what do you got there? And I'm like, I literally made it for myself. Do you want some? I'll make more. Or like, I'll, so there's been a couple of times where I've asked him and he'll be like, no. And then he'll want to try. And I'm like, that is unacceptable to me. And he doesn't do that anymore But because it was just yeah. like a time or two. And I was like, you know what you're doing. And it's wrong. <laughs> but other than that, we're, you know. Yeah. Steven says that it's I have very food, food FOMO. Probably, I do too. Wrong. I have food FOMO. Like, I do I too. Want, I want to try it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> They're going to... For Kelly, we went to, for our anniversary, no, for his birthday, we went to a steakhouse. Very nice steakhouse. Very expensive, but the food was fantastic. Mm-hmm. And Kelly really wanted it too, but she, like, it's very expensive. Um, and so she asked, asked Stephen if for her birthday he would take her there. And he was like, yeah, but it's, it's, it's a lot to drop for three people. And so I said, I won't go. <laughs> I'm not going to go to dinner. <laughs> Kelly and Stephen are going to go by herself for Kelly's birthday. And they're going to go to a steakhouse for dinner. And I said, you can go, but you got to bring me something back. I said, doesn't you have to be something from the restaurant? I just need you to bring me something, a little treat. A little something special. A little price. A little price. I just need a little price so that I don't feel so sad about missing out on the good food. Let me ask you this. And the answer can be no, and that's fine. Would you like to go to dinner with me on that day? We can't. I don't remember what day it is. I don't know what day it is either. I don't, I don't know what, know what I, I don't know what day do. they set aside. I'll but. be fine. Being home by myself is not a problem. No, I but know, but then you have like, your own food experience like, when they're having theirs. You don't feel. He was like, missing. "What do you want me to bring you back?" And I was like, "I don't know. Just something. Just some special. Something I can't get here." Yeah. I was like, it can be can be cheesecake. It can be churro. It can be whatever. I was like, I just need something. As a small, a consolation prize, as it were. Just a <laughs> as little, it were. As it were, just a little something-something. Yeah. Yeah. That's fair. Yeah. I because I understand it. it's expensive. I don't want I to not, I don't want Kelly to not go just because I really would want to also go. Mm-hmm. We went, when we went to Molasses for the, or like after, like Valentine's Day date, mm-hmm. we, um, like I've been looking at like the menus for the upcoming weeks because they change their menu. They have a rotating menu based on like what they can get and mm-hmm. like everything's pretty much locally sourced and it's really cool. But I, and they change the menu a lot more frequently than they used to. But I'm like this looking at this week's menu and the specials and stuff because they used to not have specials even. And I'm I'm like okay, I can't wait for our week's menu. And like our food was fantastic. Mm-hmm. I've never been disappointed in food there. But I was like, 
This menu is kind of lame. Like, I don't have a lot of options that I want. I'm like, okay, yeah, this is the one thing that I actually like. Because I usually try to get things that I won't cook myself. Yeah. Or for me now, too, it's like, since I'm eating so, like, I'm pretty strict about what I'm eating. And I'm pretty, and I'm working out a lot. I am want to have, like, a cheat day if yeah. we're going out. But Matt's a little picky, but also a little not. So there's really kind of, like, only one or two things he wanted, too. Well, I looked at the menu for this week, and that was a freaking mistake. Because sometimes oh, I'll no. post stories, and it just happened to come up on my Facebook feed. Yeah. And I was like, damn it. Because we're not going to go. Yeah. <laughs> but, anyway. I love food. I love food, too. I love food, too. And... I would feel the same way because I love a, a good meal, especially like we don't exactly have some picture of variety. No. So when you go out of your way to go somewhere that you can't get around here, it's, yeah. Yeah. Anywho. Mine is, am I the asshole for not wanting to talk to a guy who keeps pressing me for $14? $14. $14. Okay. So I met this guy on Instagram about a month ago and we went on a date that went super well. We snuck into the movies and he bought me a drink. We ended up talking all night in the theater to the point we literally got locked in, but luckily there was a staff member there still closing up. I mean, that's a good date yeah. if you've been there doing that. It's awkward, sorry. <laughs> so fast forward like three days, he asked me to go with him to take photos downtown, but because of the weather it was canceled, so I asked if he wanted to do something else and he said yeah. I suggested main event to go bowling, so we went. We get to the front desk, and we put our name down for bowling, and he suggested playing laser tag. So I'm like, cool, I'm down, and he pays. Then we go to get a game card to share, and it was like $21, and he pays, and then asked me to cash app him $11 to go halves on it. I was like, three question marks. I was thrown off because why did he pay for it or not let me know he wanted to go halves, but I just send him the $11. We play some games, and we play laser tag, and we wait for bowling, but the wait was taking too long, so we just dip out. The next day, he literally calls me to ask me to send him $14 for laser tag, and says he forgot to ask me for my half. So I get paid with handwritten checks and mainly keep cash on me until I deposit money on my card. I tell him I have it in cash, and he asks me to drop it off, in all caps. This man lived 30 minutes away from me, so immediately I got the ick. He makes $85,000 annually, so I just don't understand what the pressure on the $14. How does she know he makes that much money? I guess they discussed it when they were locked in the movie theater together. Huh. I never brought it, though, because I wasn't on that side of town, and I said I will when I got back on that side. Time passes, and he doesn't bring it up, and it honestly slips my mind. One night, I go over to his house to hang out in parentheses, cuddle and kisses. Okay. (laughs) And it's cool. We click very well personality-wise, and I truly enjoy his company. When I leave, all is well, and he still never brings it up. We're on the phone joking around like two days later, and I prank call him like he's Domino's Pizza, and I'm placing an order, and he brings up the $14 I owe him. So I'm like, (laughs) so I'm like, okay, gotta go. So I don't get paid until tomorrow, and I strictly budget my money. That $14 was not in the budget, because I honestly just forgot about it, and he never brought it up. This happened Sunday night. He texts me saying he takes Zell like four hours after the conversation. Then the next day, he sends me his cash app. And then today, in all caps, asks me on a date. <laughs> I haven't responded to none of the text because I'm waiting until Wednesday and I just send him the $14 and not talk to him anymore. 
Am I the asshole for being extremely turned off by him now? Should I send him the $14? My friends are telling me to block him and that he's weird, but I don't know. So, <laughs> no. And here's the thing. It's been deemed not the asshole. Okay, great. Is that I met Steven on a dating app, okay? And yeah. I was absolutely ruthless about who I talked to and who I didn't. Mm-hmm. And uh, probably too much so, obviously, worked out okay for me. But I was like, all right, they can't carry a conversation. You're done. All right, they use the incorrect form of there. a word of there. Like, incorrect form <laughs> yeah, of there. <laughs> and if unless, unless I was, like, really impressed with the rest of our interaction, that would be, that would be we're done. Or if I didn't like the punctuation mm-hmm. or there's just, I was really, I just, I was like, I've been single so long. Mm-hmm. I'm not, not going to settle. I'm not going to settle. I was like, I'm not going to do it. And I'm not going to ignore what for me are very personal, maybe irrational, whatever, unreasonable little red flags. I'm just not doing it. I'm not dealing with it. I'm just not like you impress me. Or we're like you're gone, you know. Good job, Stephen. So um, <laughs> Stephen did, but obviously it, it would not have taken much for me to just say it's a no, just moving on. Like I'm not making a bunch of excuses for people. Mm-hmm. I'm not saying, well, maybe he's really whatever, or maybe if I just whatever, I'm not doing it. Mm-hmm. Like if if we had a really good interaction up until a certain point, and then. He's, like, used the wrong form of there. I do it very occasionally. Yeah. I try and do it very, like, be very intentional about it. Um, but, like, if you just, I don't know. I, I don't know. Just, there's just so many little, like, it did not take much for me to just move on. Mm-hmm. Be like, all right, moving on. Not impressed. Don't like that. So, this would have been a, a hard no for me almost immediately. <laughs> almost immediately. Like, A, we've already established you have poor communication because you didn't establish your expectations prior to this and now Mm -hmm. it's my responsibility because you didn't establish expectations Mm -hmm. maybe I should have done that as well whatever and then to know that he is financially stable does not need the $14 and is just being annoying about it it's weird yeah it's weird it's annoying and it would be a no and I would always just like project and maybe I didn't need to do that but I'm like not not actually like project my feelings onto people but like okay if this is how he's acting in this circumstance mm. let's just kind of cast that forecast that into the future and other scenarios that could occur or a bigger scenario bigger scenarios that actually matters that actually matters and this is how he's handling something small mm-hmm. and inconsequential <laughs> what <laughs> what how is he going to handle big heavy serious intense other scenarios and if that's what I I was like if they can't handle this well then I don't care what they do handle well you Mm -hmm. know because this indicates too much to me Mm -hmm. so to say she caught the ick that's probably be mild (laughs) I would have kicked him to the curb long but you know I didn't I didn't date a lot of people Mm I've not had a lot of serious relationships so you know maybe I I got a little lucky but partially because I was so picky but it would, like, I don't know, like, the date would have had to been, I, I guess, just absolutely blown me out of the water. And I guess she said it did to even consider moving on beyond that. 
I would have gotten the ick, sent the $14, and been done. That's probably what I would have done. Yeah. I would have been And like, I honestly no. probably wouldn't even sent the $14. Really? I, mean, I would have. So just on principle. I guess she to close I, it. The yeah, closure like, you of know what? On. Here you go. If you need it that badly, here yeah. it is. It is no longer my responsibility. Yeet you out of my life. Goodbye. Yeah. But and I wouldn't have been, like, I wouldn't have even been, like, aggressive about it. I wouldn't have even been passive-aggressive. I would have been like, oh, yeah, okay, sent it, and then just been like, okay. Never talk to you. Done. Yeah. Done. Or, like, you know, maybe subtle conversations, but we, we're not hanging out. Yeah. We're not hanging out. I just, I didn't give. Just weird. I just didn't give guys a whole lot of second chances. After you showed me things that just turned me off, I yeah. was like, it doesn't really matter what I do like because mm-hmm. I already know there's something at least significant to me mm-hmm. that I don't. I don't even feel strongly about it. It's just weird to me. It, is it just gives me weirdo vibes. And That's I'm what like, I'm you're saying. like a little it's weirdo. Like, I don't like oftentimes it. Oftentimes, like, it's not this no. scenario, this like, circumstance sure, here's the money. that is the problem. It is that this is indicative of behavior that will probably be a problem in the future. It's not even that deep for me. It is. I'm just like, I don't know. I guess maybe like this is just like a weird, like shallow, childish way to look at it. I'm just like a little weird boy. You need your fourteen dollars. Well, yeah, but like I guess I, like you've dated more people than I am because I am. I have because you knew people, friends. You actually were out in the world. I was out in the world. A significant more time than me. Yeah. Um, yeah. So that I, I don't handle it as well as you do. <laughs> well, my dan- my dating was like super intentional. Yeah. You like, were looking really for a life partner. Yeah. So I probably am just going to, th- I think about things in a different yeah. context than most people would. You think of almost everything <laughs> in a different context than most people would because you're just so emotionally immature and intelligent, but yeah. Emotionally immature? Emotionally mature okay. and intelligent. <laughs> I was like, wait, what? <laughs> I did not mean to hurt your feelings. That's not what I said. I don't know, I don't know I which one you said. No, emotionally okay. mature okay. and intelligent. Yeah, well. <laughs> no. You can go like back and see what you always tell me is a, a lie. lie. <laughs> no, no. No. Yeah, so I was just like, I looked for little tiny red flags. Some of that's probably a defense mechanism. Yeah. The reason to reject people and move on. Sure. Um, but... I was just like, I don't know. No, because if you don't, you have to invite them into your life and see where it goes. And that's, that's scary. See? Because my... <laughs> and that's how I know it's a defense mechanism. And a lot of it's like, like my conflict avoidance. I literally oh. didn't want to date people because I was afraid if it didn't work out, I would hurt their feelings. Mm. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. there, there was the first person that I actually like dated and like had the title. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That... I literally dated him because I didn't want to hurt his feelings. He was so persistent. And you never met him in person, right? I had. Oh, you had? Well, this, we're probably talking about different people. There was the one that I talked to for six months and never met. And then was like crazy. Yes. Um, Insane. (laughs) Probably had a drinking And then like, no, this was like when I was like, I don't know. I think we met when I was like 19 or something. Okay. And we dated, we knew each other for like a year. And he constantly was like, I would love to date you. Mm-hmm. I want to date you. We ended up being just friends for a long time. He was like, I really want to date you. And I'm like, I, I'm like, I'm not interested in you mm-hmm. in that way at all. Mm-hmm. And he was like, well, just date me and see what you think. And I just was like, I, I had a hard time. At that time in my life, I did not know how to set boundaries. Mm-hmm. I did not know how to tell people no mm-hmm. and like stick to my guns. And so I was like, fine, I'll go on a date with you. 
and just it was just a little it was a slippery slope and I said like I should have just stuck with my first no and just stuck with my gut this is a no but when we ended it it was horrible for him oh I mean it was horrible for me yeah because I had to make the call but and when was, what you knew all along was, was like be. yeah I was like I knew this was going to be the outcome from the get-go almost yeah and I should have trusted my gut and just stuck with it and we could have saved ourselves all of this you know heartache mm-hmm. for him that was fine but I had to deal with it and uh it was terrible <laughs> and so I, from then on I was like I will never date someone unless I feel really good about it from the get-go and so I, I just like set this very strict like if I give any anything that gives me the ick because I ignored so much of what he did I was like if anything does I'm done yeah. I'm out. Yeah. Unless we've That's already fair. built a big rapport. Right. Um, well, it makes it easier because you're like, well, but all of this. Yes. Yeah. And so, like, obviously there's stuff that I did that probably annoyed Steven and vice versa. And still to this that, day. Still to this day. <laughs> and a lot of stuff that has changed through our marriage, through yeah. our relationship, through communication. But I'm sure there's stuff that gave each other the ick at some point. Sure. But we had already built such a foundation mm-hmm. that I could move on. But if you came out the gate with something that gave me the ick, we're done here. Moving on. <laughs> no thanks. It's just it's a no. It's a no. I would let conversations die like nobody's business. <laughs> like if I said, how was your day? And they are like, you know, because you, I, I dated on, met Stephen on Bumble. And that's where I met a few people that I talked to. But on Bumble, the woman usually is the one that opens a conversation. Like, they have to be the one that starts the conversation. Mm-hmm. And so I had to come up with, like, a clever opener or something. If you didn't answer my opener, that's stupid. I asked, I asked you a question and you say, hey. <laughs> nope. <laughs> be like, I maybe would say, hey, back. And then if they said something, I'd be like, oh. And, you know, I'd repeat the question. And if you didn't answer it, we're done here. Moving on. <laughs> we're out. Like... Or if we had like a back and forth and I'm the last one that asked a question or said something and then they just gave me a flat answer, like a dead end flat answer and never said anything else, I'm leaving it there. Cassidy just ghosting people left <laughs> I, and right. I'm like, if you cannot come up with anything more compelling to say yeah. than this dead end three word answer of no value, of no value, then I'm not interested. Now, if they come back a few days later with something more, okay, we can start the conversation again. But your clock has started again. You better keep, you better get on it. And I oh just, God. I didn't care. That's so I funny. was like, I've already been single this long. What have I got to lose? This I'm going to stay single. Oh, no. Yeah, I'm like, oh, <laughs> whatever. There's worse things than being single, my friend. Yeah. Yeah, there are. <laughs> yeah, there are. Mm-hmm. All right. Yeah. So that was your... Am I the asshole? And I don't think she was. I don't think she was either. I think that she probably dealt with it longer than I would have, but whatever. He really got aggressive about it at the end. Yeah, no kidding. I'm like, just move on, bud. Yeah. She already sent you $11. Yeah. But, okay. Okay. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. Yours is something you're very passionate about? Yeah. It is. Okay, mine's easy. Mine is the... Now... 
you know how much I love Sam's Club. I do. And I loved Costco when I lived closer to a Costco. And I didn't have a membership and it was just sad. You ever been to a BJ's? Yeah, BJ's is okay. I don't know much about them. I just know they're similar. Yeah, they're okay. They don't have... It's like my issue, initial issue with Sam's Club. They don't have what Costco has. But they all have their own in-store brands and they don't make all the same things. Mm-hmm. I will say in terms of quality... I mean, Sam's Club quality things are really good quality. I will say I think that Kirkland quality... Uh, if we're comparing Costco's mm-hmm. brand, Kirkland quality is a little bit better. I don't know if it was necessarily the company or the area in which I lived, and it was probably just the demographic in the area, you know, what they carried versus mm-hmm. what they didn't, but I feel like there was a better variety of things that I liked and more culturally diverse array of things mm-hmm. in the Costco than there is in Sam's Club. But I feel like Sam's Club are more likely to be in more rural areas than Costco is Costco's are usually in like bigger cities and mm-hmm. more busy areas. I love Sam's Club now. I love Sam's mm-hmm. Club. I go there at least once a month. I get a lot of our stuff there because there are a lot of things that we use a lot of and I just have no shame in constantly having a Sam's Club plug whenever somebody's like, oh, what's that? What do you have? What's that snack you're eating? Where'd you get it? You know, or I wouldn't even let them ask. They'll be like, oh, those are good. And I'll be like, you want to know where I got them? And I most often say this to Cassidy or in her presence and she'll go, Sam's Club? And I'll go, (laughs) yep. It's always Sam's Club. I love Sam's Club. But you know what I hate about the Sam's Club experience? That really grinds my gears. That really makes me want to not go. It's Mm -hmm. that bad. You've been there, right? Yeah. The freaking T-Mobile people. That heckle you to no They're aggressive. End. Leave me alone. I'm not here for you. I have Verizon. Beat it. I'm here for the samples and the experience, mm-hmm. and you're ruining it for me. I go in, and you know where like, the, the seasonal stuff is? Yeah. Yes. I go in, and I immediately cut a left, and I go down one of the seasonal aisles to actively avoid they, they're aggressive. Idiots. I hate them. And they, like, they don't take no for an answer. No. Um, similar to my first boyfriend. They just don't take no for <laughs> no. an answer. And uh, Ugh, leave me alone and don't like, touch me. I Dear just, God, don't touch I just me. Ig- I just ignore them. Mm. And I know it's rude because I don't want people to feel ignored because that's just my empathetic little heart. I don't want people to feel bad because I ignore them. But at the same time, like, leave me alone. I walk away. I go the opposite yeah. way like I just said. Or if I'm feeling particularly aggressive that day, I'll walk that way. And as soon as they make eye contact, I'm like, no, thanks. Yep. So Steven, because he'll, Steven's always looking for a good deal. He entertains them. Get out of here. I keep walking. He entertains them until he determines they don't actually have anything to offer. So they'll be... Still too long. (laughs) I know. So we passed them and they were talking about, I don't know, new phones or something. Do you stand there and wait or do you continue on your way? I will continue, but usually slowly. Because like I would like to get farther than we are away from them. Yep. But That's I'm not going to, like, speed walk away from Steven. Oh, no. And, but I also don't stop. So I just yeah. slow down, continue to walking. Mm-hmm. And then he'll be like, oh, Steven sometimes will ask a question, and then the answer will be unsatisfactory. And he'll be like, no, no. And then he'll just keep yeah. going. But, yeah, they are aggressive. Yeah. They're very aggressive. One time, I walked past them, and I had my headphones in, 
and there wasn't nothing playing. And I walked by there and I was just listening, like listening mm-hmm. to them, like awkwardly try to talk to me and mm-hmm. me ignore them, knowing darn well I could hear every word <laughs> yeah. they were saying. And then the one other guy made fun of the one guy because he's like, she can't hear you, dude. They were just like making fun of each other, and I was like, hey. can't hear you. They're like the mall kiosk people. <laughs> yes, that's exactly what yeah. they're like. And I it's too much worked at the mall for like four years, and when I was from the age of like fifteen to nineteen, mm-hmm. and it was just. Like, I would see them doing it. I'm like, it's so painful to watch. Yeah. To quit rubbing people's hands with your yeah. damn Israeli hand cream. And and like nobody the, wants the little, it. You know, when, when the little head massages were really popular. <sighs> yes. Don't touch me. And I think I give off that vibe. Yeah. Because, like, I'm actually a very, like, physical touch is one of my top level That's what's my top two. I actually really like, like, you know, like touching, like, people, yeah. like, rub your shoulders, yeah. play with sure. your hair, give you a hug. I'm a touchy person. Not with people I don't, don't really know. know. Now, if I'm meeting someone, absolutely. Like, I'm meeting, like, oh, it's so nice to meet you. Yes, hug me. Sure. Mm-hmm. In those kinds of settings, though, where I have nothing to do with you, I don't want you to talk to me anyway. Unprovoked. Do Unwelcome. not touch me. Yeah. If you try to grab my hand and put hand cream on it, I'm going to get irrationally yeah. mad, and I'm not the kind of person anymore that gets physically violent. But I'm going to tell you what, I a, a fire burns up inside yeah. me, and I'm like, don't touch me this is not an invitation it's the same kind of vibe that i get and i understand i guess somehow if you have tattoos you're opening this door for an invitation for people to do this i think that's bs Mm -hmm. and i'm like nothing is ever an invitation for uh, other than someone saying yes i'll allow that for you to touch them okay but people will literally walk up to me and i wear long sleeves a lot now and like most of my tattoos like aren't visible a lot of times but like i've had like in the summer tank tops walking into a wegmans oh my god get off of me don't be rubbing up on my on my shoulder my (coughs) bicep oh how beautiful don't touch weird me and i swear and i think that's part of the fear that i have that this um T-Mobile guy is going to be like, hey, come over here. He's going to put, like, a hand on my shoulder trying to lead me over to the kiosk. Man, I will karate chop your arm right off. Don't touch me. (laughs) I don't, yeah. Those kinds of people, they stress me out. Yep. So I'm like, I don't want to interact with you. Nope. I also don't want to hurt your feelings. Oh, I don't care about hurting your feelings. But actually, I do. No, I do because I avoid them. Yeah. So so I'm just like, I'm going to either (laughs) pretend that you don't exist and we'll just, we'll, it's just, I'm going to pretend that I never saw you. Therefore, I did not make an intentional choice to, like, mm-hmm. reject you, mm-hmm. you know? I was just, you were never there. I'd like to see the statistics on this. How many yeah. people walk around to a different aisle so they don't have to pass them? How many people engage? How many people yeah, just blatantly ignore? I feel like, put ignore? down, put the product across from them that you don't want to sell. Yeah. Because I'm not lingering. Yeah. Nope. I'm moving. I had to go down there one time because I wanted to buy a little floaty to bring to the lake. Yeah. And I was like, damn it. And that was the time with the headphones. Yeah. I was like, I'm putting them in. I'm putting in the earbuds. Yeah. I, and I act like I can't hear you. Be avoidant. Oh, talk to I me. Because yeah. I have to stand here for a minute and look at my options. Do I want the sea turtle? Do I want the unicorn? The I don't big know. Decisions. Don't talk to me about my phone bill. Yeah. Get away. Correct. What's yours? I don't know what kind of <laughs> personality you have to be to survive that. To like use to car be salesman type personality. I do love Sam's Hills food. Rep Sam's food type personality. Sam's food though. Yeah. Do you ever get the hot dogs or the pizza or the churro or the poor berry sundae? <laughs> so did you memorize the menu? That's most of the menu. Um, <laughs> Matt loves a churro. Loves a Sam's Club churro. They also have pretzels. I, they do, and pretzels. I've always wanted the pizza pretzel, but I never see it out there, and I'm not standing there Look. waiting for them to make it for me. They. Are out of stuff sometimes. Yeah, so, and they have an attitude but about it, too. Yeah, they'll be like, we don't have that. Be like, okay, what about this? We don't or have that. Or if they have to make it, they'll, oh, shut yeah. up. 
Yep. But it's cheap enough that I'm going to deal with the attitude. <laughs> yeah, it is. Because you get these slice massive pizza. slices of pizza mm-hmm. and unlimited Parmesan cheese. Yeah. I'm and going there after this and I might partake. Hot dogs. Probably not, the big, the, the big hot dogs and mm-hmm. then they actually have sauerkraut there. And oh, they, they have, do? Yes, I didn't know they that. Have sauerkraut pouches over there. Okay. Um, they have churros, oh. and I love myself a good churro. The best churros I ever had? No. Are no. they cheap churros? Yeah. Yes. Do they get the job done? Yeah. Sure as far do. as churros go? Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. So I love Sam's for that purpose. Mm hmm. Matt does too. And he'll go through and like get the samples. I usually don't anymore. Yeah. Because but... my grandparents, my grandma was like a, a cheapskate. She just like didn't, she did not value, she valued. Like, nutritious things. Yeah. Not sweet things. And then also wasn't going to spend money unnecessarily on food. So she was not a, I'll take you out for ice cream kind of grandma. Mm-hmm. So if we were at Sam's. There's a good chance. Get a four berry sundae for whatever it is, a dollar nineteen. That's cheap. Mm-hmm. She'll get us that because it has berries in it. It's frozen yogurt. Mm-hmm. So <laughs> we're on the right track. And <laughs> it's very cheap. Yeah. So, and we're going to pass it on our way out anyway. So mm-hmm. this does not inconvenience you more than standing in line and paying for it. Mm-hmm. So there is pretty good chance <laughs> if I got to go to Sam's with her, the four berry Sunday was in my future. <laughs> I was this hoping you would say that time. sentence. Yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so for me, uh, here's the thing. Do you know how much of the ocean has been explored? A small percentage, a very small percentage. I don't know the exact number, but it, apparently it's it's changed a little bit from when I became passionate about this subject. <laughs> um, it used to be only three percent, only three percent. Really? I didn't realize it was of the that oceans low. had been explored. It covers what seventy percent of the Earth's surface. Something like that. Like a very a very high percentage. Way and more than land. Yeah. Only a hand. Like even now, I think it's less than ten percent. Call it a handful. It's a drop in the bucket. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And even now, I just Googled, like, specifically, uh, it says that less than 10% of the global ocean is mapped. And only, and some of the, and and even, like, the minority of that is, I'm pretty sure, people can correct me if I'm wrong, but of that is, like, actual active exploring. A lot of it is more, like, modern, computed, like, computer technology, different Uh ways of mapping. But, because like they're are we talking, like cov like like um are we talking like coverage of the surface of the earth or are we talking depth? I think we're talking depth. Okay, Okay. that makes more sense. Because I was gonna say I was like there are so like there's multiple documentaries about this. When Mm -hmm. me and Mary lived together, we loved ourselves a good documentary. Yes, we watched all kinds of documentaries, and we stumbled across this one, talking about how little of the ocean had been truly explored. And it blew my mind. Like, we've been to space. Mm-hmm. We've been on other planets. Mm-hmm. And we have not barely scratched the surface of majority of the planet we live on. Isn't it the pressure, though? Is it yes, because they of the said pressure? a lot of it is that some depths of the ocean... They just don't have equipment. They cannot have equipment. That's just crazy to me that we have created equipment that can travel to space. Sure. Outside of this planet, outside of this atmosphere. Yeah. And we cannot develop something to to explore what covers majority of our planet. Yeah. Blows my mind. Think about all of the things 
that could I'm getting loud, guys. I'm sorry. Think it's about okay. all of the I'm things thinking, I'm thinking about it. In the ocean that we don't even know exists. Yeah. Well, it's similar to space. Yeah, but yeah. Yeah. Do you know what they are probably But like the ocean is not infinite. No. Space in theory is relative, yeah. is infinite. Yeah. This is a finite thing and we barely scratch the surface. It blows my mind. When my it friends seems to me that you don't care about this at all. I care about it so much. <laughs> and my like uh, my friends will sometimes it's happened to me probably like three times, will just randomly text me, Hey, guess what I just found out? And I'll be like, What? They'll be like, We've only explored three percent of the world. Oh my and I'll be like, Oh my god. I can't believe you're doing this to me. I haven't done it in a while, but probably will now that I've now that I've talked about it. I was like, We've gone to space. Yeah. We have the means the science, the creativity to go out of this atmosphere, out of this planet, to a different planet. Do you know what they did to make that happen, though? They sent a Jack Russell up into space to die. Okay, well, you don't have to talk about they're him. Not, I'm just saying, they're not going to do that now. Can you imagine? No. Can you imagine? You're right, you're right. I just... The uproar. But, like, explorers have died exploring the world. I'm not yeah, saying sacrifice yourself. I'm just saying it's insa- insanity it to me that we have ex- we've gone so much farther in our exploration of space yeah. than we have on the planet we live on. Pulls my mind. I think that our and it's just probably our priorities. Um, it is probably our priorities. I and I. Oh, this is a tricky thing to say, but our. National government has more use for what we can explore in space than they do for what we can explore in the ocean. Just saying, I love space. I think it's amazing. I, do too. I think it's so cool. The I ocean love learning is about it. Cool too. But it's better. It's like better. we're here. Like we're on this yeah. planet. This is where we're going to live until we die. As far as I know, I don't think that's going to change anytime soon. And <laughs> we haven't. It's just like we've barely scratched the surface of exploring. The planet we're on. And that blows my mind. Just blows my mind. We're too busy wrecking it. I guess. I'd just, like, go explore. Imagine, just imagine. <laughs> the thing, the secrets that the ocean holds. Yeah, that the water, scary. Things that, have, that live there. Mm-hmm. Things that have sunk in there. Things that have gotten lost out there. There's just so many things out there in the water. Just blows my mind. I, that's all. That's all. I had to come up at is some it? point. Is it it just all? blows. I just blows my mind. I know I can't say that, but it blows my mind. Maybe you and Steven can brainstorm, get together, and make a piece of equipment, and mm-hmm. then you can go my, down there. I just you would think. We made it to outside of the planet, and I, we, <laughs> like we've just been all up in space, doing space things, creating spacecrafts. Doing things out Putting there, stuff, dr- making shows, on Mars. making shows about the space, and <laughs> here we are, just neglecting our ocean. We don't know what's in it, and I understand that it's because it it presents a very specific um, set of challenges with the pressure and the temperatures, and so does space, though. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> yeah, I don't you're right. Get it. You're right. I'm saying you're right. Yeah. You're right. Do you believe in mermaids? I don't know, Emma. Right. They could be out there. <laughs> They could be out there. Is In the it, depths. Is it like the glamorized, beautiful... No. No, no I think they if look terrifying. They're probably the ugliest things ever, if they exist. I think they look like human exotals. That's what I think they'll look probably like. Probably do. And they're down there deep. Yeah, if they exist. I, I don't think they're at all what like has been popularized no. image. 
No. Um, but who am I to say? You know what? There's, we've not even explored could have it. beautiful ladies down there. You yeah, don't know. Yeah, you could. You could. There's been so many, um, you know, tales of people from overtime talking about fish creature people. Sirens. Yeah, yeah. sirens. Yeah. But I don't know. It just blows my mind. I, I'll stop saying that now. But it does. Okay. You're entitled just... to feel passionate about what you feel passionate about. And there's different numbers. When you search, when you research what the numbers are, there's different numbers out there. But majority of the sources, like, report that less than 10%, and sometimes as small as 3%, has been explored of the ocean, of the water. It covers the majority of our planet. And I did the math one time. Like, it's probably not even hard math, but, like, 3%... Of 70%. Like, actually how yeah. much of the earth has been explored if you break it down to how much mm-hmm. land has been explored versus how much sea has been explored versus what's covering the, you know? It's not much. There could be stuff covering the earth that we don't it's even know about. because we're not, yes, because we're not explorers. Did you ever think of that? Whoa. There could be pla- places on the planet we live on that have not been explored because they've not been mapped and we're not explorers and nobody's found them yet. Yeah. It's insane to me. I mean, imagine the world before, like, the real big explorers went out and found the rest of it. I mean, mm-hmm. they thought that the world was flat and you'd fall off the edge. Mm-hmm. Imagine that. Imagine Some having that fear. Have you ever watched that documentary? Yeah. No, I've not watched the documentary because <laughs> all it would do is piss me off. But, yeah. It's, well, uh, for those who are wondering, it's called Behind the Curve, and it's about people who still believe in flat earth. It's fantastic. <sighs> it's a doozy of a ride. You should watch it. But I might, but that's, no. <laughs> I don't think I will. Um, and so with that, for uh, a mere 25 cents a day, you can fund Cassidy's uh, expedition <laughs> yes. into the depths of our Mary world's oceans. Exploration. Yeah. <laughs> the ADR podcast at gmail.com, uh, and we will send you her Venmo information. Yeah. See, it says here, only 5% of the ocean has been explored and charted by humans. That was May of last year. Maybe it's more now, but it's too much for me. <laughs> Understood. <laughs> oh, the songs of our time for 1999. All right, so this is where I made a slight veer. I'm excited. Out excited of the vibe. Freaks by the surf by Surf Curse. Huh? Freaks. I don't know. I don't know a lot of the songs you say. I. This was on TikTok. I'm not proud every time I say that, but it is what it is. It's almost every time. <sighs> Even the times you don't say it, it's, I'm like, I know where she found that. The other one was on Spotify, and the other one was on a TV show, so. Okay. Whatever. (laughs) Um, But this one, someone just used it in their video. It did not become a very popular song. Mm -hmm. I just stumbled across it. You know, like, when you're on TikTok, all right, you're scrolling, and you come across a video that has zero likes, zero views. It's this random person doing something inconsequential. Yes. Like, like, mouthing the words to a song, Mm -hmm. or something like that. This was one of those videos. Just, I came across it. poor lip syncing video. And it, it was like someone who, because the song talks about being like a freak outcast, whatever, but mm-hmm. it's Bop. Um, <laughs> and, and she was just like pitying herself, talking about how, no, whatever. She's doing like crying, doing the thing, being pitiful. And uh, I was like, but that, that song's a Bop though. <laughs> I don't care about you, but. That's a pretty good song. <laughs> So I listened to the song and I was like, yeah, I like that. And I listened to it quite a bit when I first found it. But Freaks by Surf Curse. Okay. <laughs> said it a lot of times. Um, okay. Mine is 
uh, and I have a problem with this. <laughs> It'll tell you in a second why. Uh, mine is by Watch House, and it's Waltz About Whiskey. And if you don't know them, you, you're you going to love them. You're going to yeah. love them. And they used to be called Mandolin Orange. That sounds more familiar. Yeah, like not Mandarin Orange, like Mandolin, Mandolin Orange. orange. Okay. And I was like, why did you change your name to Watch House, you idiots? Mandolin Orange? That's Are you kidding so me? Clever. And I maybe like there was some kind of lawsuit or something because that maybe. was already a thing because, it, you know, it's not, it's clever, but it's like, oh, yeah, I can see you make mm. that jump pretty easily. Yeah. But I'm like, what a fantastic name. Yeah. Watch House now? It's no. And I have a problem with it. And honestly, I don't really hardly listen to them anymore because of that. <laughs> because, because of I'm their like, name change? Why would you trash Mandolin Orange? Great you name. You should do research. Maybe you can reconcile this for yourself. Maybe I can. Well, I'll put that in unfinished business okay. for the next episode if I can reconcile this for myself. Yeah, I don't know how you just throw away a name like Mandol- Mandolin Orange. That's a good name. It's, I mean, it's fine, and I still like their music. I haven't listened to a whole lot of their newer stuff, but my favorite album is called This Side of Jordan, and I highly recommend it, and I really think that you will like it. Okay. I'll have to look into it more. Watch House. Them. Sorry. (laughs) Waltz About Whiskey. All right. I'll have to, I'll listen, well, I'll listen to it, because we'll put it on the playlist. We will. All right. I think that's it for today. That's it. I guess I'll reconcile that. I'll see. I'll find out. I guess. (sighs) stupid because I, I went to look i can't get over it i went to look them up and i was like what the hell i swear to god that's what they were called mm-hmm. and i found oh my house. god mm-hmm. just makes me think of lifehouse yeah not and i don't like that you do maybe. i like some of their music i never was like i'm gonna listen to a lot of watch house but they had a few songs that i really enjoyed yeah that's fair but it's yeah why watch house i don't get it okay Goodbye.